0: Everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, you'll stay right here.
1: WNS Podcast. <laughs> Everybody's got a price for the million dollar man. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries. Here are your hosts: Daniel Herron, Tyler A. Bear, and. Dog. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dane O'Haren. I'm Doug. And this is Ryan, and we welcome you to episode 222 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, Divinus Podcast, on YouTube, Divinus Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Yeah, you know, I really don't know Tyler's part. It's uh, beyond We're Pod. also on Beyond Pod, Stitcher, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us.
2: I wish Tyler was here to see like your little. <laughs> What is this like a little Poindexter thing? In his <laughs> finger? Awesome. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: So, um. Podcast. Tyler, he's mocking you. You're not listening.
1: You're not uh, listening. It's your honeymoon.
2: Woo! Uh, well, let me get to the thing. Mrs. A Bear. So, uh, yeah. So, follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Uh, you can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Bear. Wish him, uh, congrats
1: on his wedding. Brian, what's your Twitter, dude? KingScorpio11. Very cool stuff. Follow our boy Ryan. That's right. He's Scorpio Eleven. Good stuff. So, welcome to the show. It's good, to, good to be back here in the studio. I, yeah, we. I feel like we were sorely missed. Yeah. If
2: if, <laughs> if a podcast is recorded in the woods and it doesn't make a sound.
1: <laughs> wait, I'm I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking
2: this up, right?
1: And no one is there to hear it.
2: If a podcast is recorded in the woods and no one is there to hear it does that podcast make it sound
1: Mm. good good conundrum there so so welcome to the show hurts hurts a little bit yeah a little bit are your feelings hurt Doug
2: no I mean I'm not not, my feelings aren't hurt it's just that I felt like we we missed a week which we rarely do in Mm -hmm. what our what is it five years now yes in five years we may have missed five weeks total or
1: something right five or six give or take
2: and, um, we didn't really make a big deal about it. We didn't really do anything to get the word out. We just sort of posted a short Facebook message that I know not that many people seen the way that Facebook limits the fucking people who can look at our shit <laughs> because we don't pay them for That's advertisement.
1: Right. That's right. We don't. Because our show is free. Why should we have to pay? Sure. Facebook? We're using
2: them as a platform. We're not, we're not getting any monetary. We're using them. Yeah. We're not. Well, look, we're not, we're not using them for any real gain. I'm using them. So why should we be paying them? And, uh... I run
1: Facebook now.
2: All right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess no one, and I, and I know that we, 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 I guess the bottom line is we look at these numbers and, uh, we know how many people typically listen to our show every Mm -hmm. week and, uh... We know not all those people saw the uh, the Facebook message because we <laughs> we can see how many people saw the Facebook message. It's mm-hmm. just like nobody said shit that we weren't here. <laughs> and, uh, this
1: hey, wh- wh- what's the deal? No show this week? <laughs> yeah.
2: So it just sort of made us feel. Or me, I'm not gonna speak for you. And Amber is <laughs> gone, obviously. But it did sort of make me feel a little shitty about it. Like no one gave Aww. a fuck that we were. We just missed the show. <laughs> and I know that all those people didn't see the message. So I don't know. And it's not that I like want people like uh, I, that. I felt like people need to be here, like kissing our asses and stuff, and like it's just like it's just like man, like how are how or why are we not engaging these listeners?
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. I know that X amount of people listen every week, because I see the number, but the X amount of people not near not near that X amount of people like engage with us on a weekly basis. Right. So I guess what I'm putting out to the people that are out there is uh, how how better to engage you like what are you looking for to engage with us on a yeah not, not necessarily a weekly basis but every once in a while it'd be nice to just know that people are listening mm-hmm. and we know that they are but if people just like yo we're listening like oh okay validation
1: send Somebody's us a signal s- of some kind
2: send up a smoke signal or like <laughs> fucking tap it out in Morse code or s- something.
1: send us a tweet or post on our facebook page letting us know you're listening we're not even
2: a- the sad thing is, we're not even like pimping ourselves for like uh, reviews and stuff. We're not like, review us five stars or blah, 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 whatever. We're like, like, comment, subscribe, and share with all your friends, <laughs> bro. We're, we're just like, yo, <laughs> we're just like, yo, we, this, this number of people, like, are you out there? Give us some sign of life. All 32 of you out there. Come on. I know you're listening. <laughs> we know we're not asking for questions every week, although, you know, it's cool when we get them. We're not mm-hmm. asking for praise. We're not asking for reviews. We're just like, give us a sign of fucking life. Let us know that when we come every week and we talk into these microphones, it's not for fucking nothing. Just let us know that someone with a pulse (laughs) on the other side of those fucking earbuds is hearing
1: this. Let's let's make this fun. Let's... Okay, if you're if you're listening to the show, wrong, it on the tiquita. Yeah, he's like, this is it. I'm drawing the line in the sand, and this line you do not cross. So, uh, so yeah, so really cool. But uh, but for those of you who do listen, even if you don't comment, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. So uh, so let's dive on into Raw. It's the final, the go home show before Extreme Rules, and stick around because we'll be giving our Extreme Rules predictions for that. So pushing you to the extreme. Uh, we kick things off with Raw. Orton coming out, Cage lowers down. He actually gave a pretty solid promo, yeah. uh, so I'll give him credit for that. Because I know, if, like over the past few years, his promo skills have been kind of lacking. He just doesn't seem like he's into it. He had a lot of aggression. Um, he, you know, a lot of believability in his in his delivery. Um, and Rollins had a good back and forth with him. So I don't know any any thoughts on it. No, it's, but I
2: didn't get I didn't take away. what you took away from it apparently. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just felt like it was like an average promo. I didn't mm. feel like there was any, anything real of substance there for me, at least.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, his message was fairly generic. Sure. But his delivery, he at least showed a little more passion than he has in the past.
2: I mean, are so, we talking on the sliding scale of like Randy Orton's?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can tell when he's phoning it in.
2: You're saying it's good for Or and not good in general. Is that? What, is that it was more, a good <laughs> promo for him. Yeah, okay.
1: he did. He did much better than. Well, there's a good
2: promo and there's a good for somebody <laughs> promo,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. Is that? Yeah.
2: Like, that's what you're. Is that where you're going with? Yeah. See, what really killed me for it is like you said there was some believability there, and for me it was like when he said after this segment is over and after this oh, commercial yeah. break, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start arguing
1: with people. R- <laughs> That did throw me off a little Who bit. Who says
2: that? No one talks that way. No one talks. Well, in... everyone
1: knows it's happening. He's breaking the fourth wall is what he's doing. So. He's not Deadpool. I mean, fuck. <laughs> he can't. Maybe he should be. No. Uh,
0: he says a pretty good thing. like I go something like uh, my greatest weapon is, is the ability to afflict pain mm-hmm. or something like that. And that was pretty cool how he said that. You know, what Instead he plans of, on doing. Yeah, like, I don't need the RKO. You know? I mm-hmm. to use it. I'm just going to afflict as much pain as
1: possible. Going to punch you. Gonna in the skull. I'm gonna grab you by your hair. No, as a matter of fact, I'm going to grab you by the blonde part of your hair <laughs> which is still your hair, but yeah. he's gonna do it, damn it. So uh but yeah. So that was how we kicked it off. It's a, it's I feel like the opening segment is always sort of a time killer. Yeah. Like, okay, we we have three hours to fill. Let's take as much as we can and fir- start with in a match. It's like just start with a match, yeah. So we got the first matchup: Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper. Very short matchup. It ends up man. in it being a double count out, and then they brawl up to the stage and all that good stuff. I felt like a lot of the matches uh, on Raw this week were very short. It was very promo backstage heavy, yeah, it was. all surrounding the Authority, which that kind of annoyed me. But you know what can you do? So Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper, double count out. Neither man wins which leads to their matchup at Extreme Rules. So, interesting stuff. Next up, we got to see New Day. New, go- New Day. Going up against uh, Lucha Dragons uh, to determine the number one contender for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Winner's going to go on to face Cesaro and Kid at Extreme Rules.
2: Sort of like the finish. Yeah. yeah. Xavier, uh, Xavier crawling under the ring to mm-hmm. hold his foot so he couldn't uh, make the 10 count. Yeah, sort of into it. We sort of only been, um, we haven't acknowledged them t- fully as like these guys have been going oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is sort of the turning point for them is like, okay, it's more than the crowd is getting to them. It's like they're going to act upon how they feel about the crowd. At this point. Right. So yeah, I like the finish. It's a good way. It's the right team to get in there. I think we'll probably get into this a little bit later in the prediction stuff as far as might as well go with them as a heel team against a babyface like reacted
3: team.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know. so yeah, but good stuff. Kalisto, once again stealing the sh- stealing the show. I like that um, spot with him and Sin hit that simultaneous like uh, moonsault. Yeah, that was, that was pretty pretty really cool. nice. That led into the uh, to the finish. Really exciting stuff. I'm I'm really digging the Lucha Dragons. I'm yeah. glad that you know they're they're getting time to shine and yeah they're definitely getting over the crowd yeah. with the with the Lucha, Lucha chant so really really nice stuff but New Day do end up getting the victory via count out so that's three three people or I should say four people who have been counted out uh, in yeah. the first two matches so really I don't know odd booking but after the matchup Randy Orton came out and delivered an RKO to Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods Big E wanting no, none of that <laughs> so I don't know
2: which I think is pretty bullshit. Like, um, a, I don't know why Orton. Like, what is Orton's motivation for wanting to RKO like a Everyone bunch of people? Everyone he sees. A, like, where does that motivation come from? And B, like, why does he have to RKO the whole fucking tag division? Because he beat the tag champs single handedly last week, giving yep. them RKO's. Now he's going to beat the fucking contenders mm-hmm. that you just established as contenders. Yep. So what was that for? Like, to make a point. You're making a bad you're making the wrong point <laughs> if you're booking this. Yes. Like you just established these guys as contenders. Fucking don't treat them as a joke immediately after you're saying these are our
1: contenders. Yep. It's
2: fucking stupid.
1: Yes, it is. He doesn't
2: need to RK. It's one thing, we're gonna get to the Heath Slater shit. It's you wanna you wanna RKO Heath Slater fucking fine. Do it. Who cares? It's fucking Heath Slater. <laughs> he it, K- Heath Slater cares. That's who. Well, I, it's not a <laughs> knock on Heath Slater. He's a comedy gimmick with nothing else going on. You can RKO him a hundred fucking times a night. It wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, like, why Why you negate, like, whatever you just tried to do to get these guys into a title picture by fucking, like, screeching their momentum to a halt immediately after. Like, what's mm-hmm. the fucking point? Why? What does Randy Orton gain from RKOing The new day, and what do they lose? Any fucking credibility you just built for them, Mm -hmm. which is heel credibility because they cheated to win, but still, right? Stupid.
1: Yep. It was just. I don't know. I I don't get the logic as as far as I'm gonna RKO anyone that I come across.
2: If you want, if you want to RKO. Seth Rollins, then be on the hunt for Seth Rollins all night.
1: Mm-hmm. Why? What or the and J Security, you know, somebody sure. that's, that's affiliated why, with, you know, yeah. yeah. Why, why punish someone who has nothing to do with your match? Right. Yeah. Like well, I feel like the Raw after Extreme Rules, we need to have New Day, Heath Slater, Seth Rollins, uh, and Miss. They should fucking gang jump. Oh, them. They yeah, should just beat the fuck out of him. Exactly. Them. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what you did to us last hey, week. Hey, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> exactly. That would be some compelling television. I, I would love to watch that. Everyone, and then, but they'd probably put him in a five on one. That he would win. Yeah, he would yeah. win. So then he
2: would like stack them all up, throw them all in the air at the same time, and he, <laughs> he had, like a chain RKO that went down. Human centipede them.
1: of RKO. Yeah. Oh god. So uh, yeah, whatever. But yeah, it's just stupid.
2: Why it doesn't make any sense from a character motivation standpoint, and it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense from a from uh, these guys having no credibility standpoint. It makes no sense any way you look at it, to me.
1: What I think they should have to done me. with that angle, with him saying, I'm going to RKO everyone in my sight, and then later on you see Seth Rollins talk to Triple H, saying, hey, I'm going to need some more security. Later on that night, they should have said, okay, here's your security team. A bunch of you know local guys, whatever, wearing a security T-shirt. Later on in that night, we see Orton stalking uh, Seth Rollins. So we come back later, Say Seth Rollins comes out of the authorities' locker room or whatever changing room or business office whatever you want to call it security guards are laid out they don't know what you know
2: they don't even have to be a security guard if you want to use Hill jobbers mm-hmm. you could use Hill jobbers yeah. and the same thing like yeah. just not anyone here trying to have any credibility
1: for it. yeah just have like have have Rollins open the door and notice that his security team is now gone. Yeah, all he has left is J and J security,
2: and that's a played out thing that we've seen a hundred times. But it fucking makes sense at mm-hmm. least, you know,
1: as opposed to just oh well, I just want to attack you, so whatever. Logic, I don't love it, <laughs> but the next matchup, even if you're to see- crazy,
2: like why waste your time? Why right. even if it's like the point is to say like he's so such a badass he'll beat up anybody like. Why not beat the guy you want to beat up that you have a reason to? I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we're dragging this out. No, it's fine. Let's,
1: let's, no. Well, we can we can d- dive into it. It's okay. I mean we
2: have really. We're yeah. just I'm just scraping. How the much more can top
1: we top. talk about it? All right. Well, the next matchup we got to see, Fon going up going up against Axelmania. So uh very short matchup. Fandango ends up getting the victory. And uh, I guess they cued the wrong music at the end, but then they switched it back over to the right one for him to dance with his crowd or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It
2: feels like he was over last week, and then they already don't care
0: this week.
1: Yeah. That's because of the London A.B. Like,
0: oh, the Fandango, where it started at, right? Wasn't <laughs> yeah. Everyone's fandango Hey, yeah. look at that. Mrs. Fandango.
1: Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, we got to see uh, Triple H make the Tough Enough announcement. Uh, and if you want to hear us dive into our thoughts on tough enough, you might want to listen to WNS on sports radio. Beaumont this week, really cool stuff. We, uh, give our thoughts on the, com- the competition and, uh, much more in depth stuff. So really cool. So talk about
2: Cameron a lot. Oh
1: yeah. We talk about Cameron. So but she shouldn't have been Girl, in the WWE. Girl, so, Daniel, bye, Daniel, so Triple H is, uh, in the ring and Kane and Rollins come out and they all argue and, uh, Kane did say something funny uh, during during this back and forth banter about you know if we would have approached Dean Ambrose he would have been champion right now hell if we wanted to we would have made El Torito the champion <laughs> now I mean I at least chuckled at that I thought it was pretty funny but uh, and the crowd seemed to seemed to dig it but all in all I am like sick of seeing this. Triple H and Rollins and Kane eat up so much time Big during show. Raw and Big Show. Yeah. Goodness, like, how much more are we gonna get of this? See, this
2: is like the best Kane segment I've seen in like seven years. Oh, probably this is the best Kane stuff since the Team Hell No stuff. Mm-hmm. But even Anchorman. then, but but even then, it's like Kane was on my TV like six separate times, and I was like, you cannot. I I don't want Kane on my TV six different segments. I can't handle it. Like I don't
1: it's Too much cane. It's
2: too much cane. No. He's too not he's cane. not compelling enough. He's not protected enough. He doesn't mean enough in two thousand fifteen to do that.
1: Yeah. It is too much. But he was it was announced that he would be guardian of the gate at Extreme Rules. So my guess is he's just gonna stand by the door.
2: He's a special guest referee.
1: Yeah. Without was well, like you know
2: they have the the uh, ref in the cage and they ref oh, the ref outside yeah. to see if someone escapes or whatever. Yeah, he's the outside ref. They just needed a fancy name for
1: him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guardian of the gate. Feel like we need like the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> yeah. font, but Guardian of the gate with whenever Kane walks out. It's the raccoon is a possum. I am Kane. I am Kane. I am El Torito. <laughs> Me amo el (laughs) Torito. So, uh, I
2: mean, I would be psyched to see more Torito. He's good.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got to see that little breakdown that they had.
2: (laughs) For those not in the studio, Ryan just did like the little Torito (laughs) ass shake thing.
1: (laughs) He's twerking. Michael, he's twerking. Maggle. 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 M A G G L E. Maggle. Maggle. Come on, Maggle. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to try and say Ziggler but never mind we're waiting it's uh, it's going to happen one of these days he's going to slip <laughs> so <laughs> do you listen to the way he says it okay just making sure so next <laughs> up, we got to see Naomi going up against Brie Bella with Nikki on commentary and she has a change of heart or something I don't know I don't know it's uh continuity well, logic. it's the whole
2: thing of like you're not a baby face just because you're a heel who got wronged or whatever mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't make
2: doesn't make you a good guy just because you're a bad guy who got wronged. I mean, you're still just a bad guy who got. No wronged. one's gonna
1: sympathize with you.
2: Well, I mean, they want you to, and they're trying to make you, but they spent so much time. How was
1: how was Nikki wronged?
2: Uh, well, yeah, you're right. She wasn't even wronged. She was just. <laughs> uh,
1: she was preparing for a fight with Paige, and Naomi took that away yeah, in, so they in the 20 seconds that Paige got to celebrate being a So they a didn't even contender. do the
2: cheap way of, like, wronging the hill. They just, all that time <laughs> and investment into making the bill is, like, uber heels of the Divas division, like, it's thrown out the window, I guess.
1: Yep. They need they need fresh content for the next season of Total Divas. Yeah,
0: Return turning <laughs> Naomi.
1: With dun, dun, dun,
0: dun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Naomi ends up getting the victory over Bree Bella. Uh, I think it was like a 8 or 9 minute match, but I know I think they went it was to from Tom. Yeah. So I mean it's good to see that they're giving them time, but I don't know. The the match kind of seemed flat to me a little bit. But any thoughts on it?
2: Not really. I was more perplexed at the uh face
1: <laughs> heel alignment than anything. Yeah. How about you Ryan? Uh about the same. I mean, I know that's your girl.
0: Yeah, I mean, good to see her, bro. Actually, I, I did pop when she turned here. I was like, holy shit, she's beating the shit I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> do it, up. girl. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, after that, we got to see Orton deliver an RKO to Heath Slater and catering <laughs> for no reason whatsoever.
0: He like a chip. What do you say?
2: Yeah, I think it was a chip. But, like, the the Slater thing is he's eating and catering with Eric Rowan, mm-hmm. who is having a salad. I, I like <laughs> I like the small amount of, like, character development that one of this where he Slater's like, "Yo, yeah, you know, I'm going to answer the challenge. I'm going to win. He's like, yo, what kind of salad dressing do you got on that? <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and then Aron just walks away, and he's like, what? What the fuck? And he turns You're around. You're walking his,
1: away from the next chant, yo.
2: <laughs> and he's like, <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> 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 the
1: good stuff, but I.
2: I just like the idea of him wondering what kind of salad dressing <laughs> their own head. <laughs>
1: I feel like that needs to be tweeted out to Rowan be like, "Yo, dude, what what kind of salad dressing you like?" So, tweet. I think. See, in my head,
2: it's uh, the ranch guy. Yeah. See, I'm a ranch guy, but in my head, he's like a um, Italian guy. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at that salad. And I was like, that must be Italian.
1: Yeah. Italian vinaigrette or something like that. Bosnamic. Something that you don't Los really Los see on this out. Like with ranch, you know it's ranch. Yeah. You look at it, and you're like, oh, that's ranch. Also, oh. a ranch is fucking delicious. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Part of his own food
0: group, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: ketchup. <laughs> It's just added on to everything, so. Um, but yeah, um, where were we? Oh yeah, so Orton delivers salad dressing. I, I don't yeah, know. That's good stuff. <laughs> so uh, after that, we got to see Roman Reigns come out and
3: just start
2: like a food segment every week. We got the taquitos yeah. on lockdown for the foodies.
1: For the foodies and all of this, no, we're no
2: foodie. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just going to talk about. food. Yeah, we're just
1: talking about food that we like. Speaking yeah. of food, we like what, what kind of food did you like at the uh, at the reception for A Bear's wedding?
2: I didn't eat anything. You didn't eat? No. Man, you didn't even grab a cookie. There was like a when we sort of came out and they sort of like broke out into the uh, circle, little circle thingy, and then there were people already upstairs, mm-hmm. like around that. I was like, it looks
1: too
0: crowded. I'm not even gonna. Nah, it was pretty quick, man. Like you get a plate and go right through the line. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I went. I went up there and I was the only one in line. Wow. And then whenever I got to the end, I, I looked back and there were like three or four people behind me. So, but uh,
0: like that peanut butter chicken or whatever that Thai chicken Yeah, was whatever good. chicken they had. That, that was, was pretty good. good.
1: That yeah. uh what was it? Pork tenderloin. Yeah, that was pretty tasty. The mashed potato. And the Mashed potato bread. bar. Yeah, uh, that's what uh, I'm talking mashed about. Mashed potato bar. Yeah, buddy. You got a like wine glass with mashed potatoes. little martini glasses. They put they put mashed potatoes in it, and they had like all the cheese and herbs and bacon and all that next to it. Okay, I
2: was gonna ask you what constitutes like a mashed potato bar. Sour
1: cream, I think they had that as well. They had the cookie bar and the drinks. And I think my
2: my mom was like thought it was ice cream, and she's like went for ice cream. They're like this. Then she got mashed potatoes and she's like, "Oh, I don't I don't want
1: that." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did you at least get some of the wedding cake?
2: I don't think I I don't think I, I, I got any.
1: I had like I, did. I, I had one beer because
2: I had to drive and that was like
1: bad. Mm-hmm. I I had a piece of the cake. It was like a lemon white cake. See, I'm not a lemon guy. I wasn't either, but it was it was pretty tasty. So, yeah, for it.
2: anybody who gives a fuck who may be wondering uh and I'm sure he'll talk about it when he gets back next week, but bear really did have a really nice cute wedding it was really yeah. really a really a uh, cool little thing mm-hmm. not a little it was a big kind of a big I field. was
1: curious as to how th- how it was gonna work at the Jefferson I think it's a cool venue yeah, yeah. That, that underground tunnel was pretty sure. fun uh, you' just got to watch your head yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was a it was a cool night Yeah. Mm-hmm. it was a fun night had by all really good stuff but
2: uh our make it rain thing didn't come off very well did it it looked okay. Noah made him play a rap song, and I guess like the whole thing is just be like sl- hot. slow dance, slow dancing, so anyone could get up and do it and give them money or yeah. whatever. But we tried to, like, uh, during the, the dance where they you give them money, the money dance, dance or whatever the money dance, yeah, that makes sense. Awesome. <laughs> Me and Noah tried to do the make it rain thing on Tyler, mm-hmm. but uh, it didn't come off. I was well.
1: glad the bartender was cool with it.
2: Well, I asked him. I said, "Hey, if I give you a twenty, can I get all these like ones out of the tip jar?" And he was like, "Sure, go for it." I was
1: like, okay. <laughs> nice, well, good stuff. Well, it came, aco- it came across all right because uh, I know Kelsey took a video of it, and she she wasn't expecting them to do it to Daryl either. So, like while y'all were while y'all were doing it, she was filming y'all, and then all of a sudden she like jerks over to, to <laughs> Daryl.
2: Well, they thought we should do it to Daryl, and I was like. It might come off degrading if we do it. to Tyler, her family might be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's like we're safe with Tyler. We can do whatever. Yeah.
1: Like Tyler, like uh, I was given uh twenty bucks for the money dance, and then I told no. I was like, "Hey, if I give you the twenty bucks, will you go out there and dance with Tyler." And he was like, "Absolutely." So sure enough, he went and did it. So good man, Noah. Okay. good man. So uh, the next after that, we got to see Roman Reigns being uh coached i guess by bo dallas trying to give him words of encouragement but basically understanding that he has lost the uh, he's been a disappointment he's been a failure there's nothing he can do except bo leave <laughs> and uh roman reigns lays him out superman punch you think he was
2: set up just so he could say bo leave that yeah i think that was like the Something. nexus of
1: this that was the intention of that was to win over the crowd like, they'll, they'll like me after this. So, I don't know. But he's going to be facing...
2: Uh... Bo also looks stupid with a good team. Yeah. He, doesn't, yeah, he it, does not have it, a good It, it doesn't he's work He's getting ready to uh,
1: make his
0: grand appearance in the, the new Wyatt family regime. Oh, nice. <laughs> you good. call
2: it official prediction?
1: I call it, yeah. All right. Interesting. We'll have to see how that all plays the, out. The, the
0: crazy goofing
1: with the beard ah, is... <laughs> he's crazier <laughs> than Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Ah, no one believed me. <laughs> I told them it was going to happen. So, uh, after that, we got to see Sheamus going up against Zack Ryder.
2: It's actually nuts how similar their gimmicks are just on different ends of the spectrum. I think we talked about this once before. Mm -hmm. They're both, like, crazy leaders of people
1: or whatever. (laughs) Except one is inspirational and one leads through fear. And the other believes in himself. So, But, yeah, after that, we got to see Sheamus going up against Zack Ryder. Um I knew something bad was going to happen as soon as I heard Zack Ryder's music. I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. Sure enough, it didn't. Seamus just completely demolishing him, talking on the mic the whole time he's doing it.
0: Like the first two seconds, bro (laughs) kicking. Yeah. (laughs) Boom.
1: And uh, I was curious as to when Ziggler was going to attack because I know in the past that, you know, when Zack Ryder was gaining his popularity, he was doing his Z True Long Island story or whatever. Ziggler was a frequent, frequent, you know, appearance. Yeah. And so I know that they're buddies and all that, but I didn't know if they'd have him play into it. And, you know, he finally attacked and got, she- you know, got Zach Ryder disqualified, which is, I mean, logistically it makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, the ref probably should have stopped Not the match long, be- long before that. But, uh, yeah, Seamus ends up getting the victory in a, you know, mean nothing matchup. Anything to really take away from it? Isn't he of the
0: since it's Seamus New Look? Don't he like the pirate from uh the octopus pirate from uh Pirates Caribbean, like what the I guess the Oh uh, Davy Jones? Yeah, they
1: come through his if it was longer, he had like the tentacles come around. He's working on it. Give him give him a year or two, he'll yeah. he'll have it. But uh yeah. So Seamus and Ziggler conti- continuing their feud. Uh after that we got to see Cena come out and say he's gonna uh issue his open challenge again. And it was answered by Kane! Cain, Doug, Cain!
2: More Kane! Oh, the canes A real highlight of Raw the past few weeks, at least since Mania, for me, has been the Cena Open Challenge stuff because he's had, like, cool matches, like, good TV matches with whoever they put him in there, and this was, like, the week that they gave him uh, Kane. i just like, it's sort of, like, halted. I mean, I'm sure it's going to continue. I'm sure we're going to see more of it, but... It was just like a, you know, I don't know, just a damper on the whole thing. Like yeah. they could have given him Neville or something. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that would have been nice. given him uh, Zack Ryder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just wheel him out there. Uh,
2: I really, what happened? I really like the idea of like Cena just having like good matches with uh, whoever on TV every week. Mm-hmm. I really like
1: that. So. Uh, I, <laughs> you know I, I i know that they're trying to elevate the us title and stuff like that but the first thing i thought in my head whenever he was like oh the you know i'm going to be a fighting champion and it doesn't matter what who comes out through that curtain the the only thing that like popped in my head right after that was why didn't he do this when he was wwe champion let's let's defend the title every week but you know it's one of those things but
2: yeah you know. but i mean this the us since mania he's been a a highlight, if not the highlight of every show, mm-hmm. his uh, his segment, his open challenge, and
1: comes out it, delivers a little promo. All right, challenge is open. Yeah, step, I mean it's going to step through the curtain.
2: It's concise. It's like to the point. It's compact promo, and uh, this is the first stinkers in since, and it's, since it's, Mania,
1: and it's also kind of unpredictable. Because you don't know who you don't really yeah. know who they're going to send out through that curtain.
2: Sure. So, we know the overlying angle is still with Rusev, but right. he's getting a new match every every night.
1: It's like you know he's going to win because they're not going to have him drop it before the rematch at at Extreme Rules. But
2: it, 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 it's just about the match quality. Like he's hmm. having good matches with everyone he's been in there with, except for Kane so
3: far.
0: Yeah. How you feel about the reverse or the spring springboard stunner? uh it's, it's
2: it is the 2015 scene that does a hurricane around it's like yeah. Cena does that, uh, <laughs> that one move a little awkwardly you yeah. know
0: the first time he hit it was good but like the second time he kind of did like at a at a reverse thing like he kind of i don't know the rko slash thunder like he mm-hmm. the bios out but he still felt like on his butt like he's a still
1: he's still trying to get his feeling yeah. for it so
2: i like he always he always does it Whatever his new move is, he does it a little awkwardly. But I like the goofy like Cena bust a new move out every once in a while thing that he probably shouldn't be doing.
1: <laughs> it's it's an it's an interesting move, one that we've never seen before. So uh, I mean I'm well, digging it.
2: It's, well we've never seen Cena do. Right. We should clarify
1: Okay. But yeah. I'm the reason well, the reason I said it's because I'm not aware of someone else who does it.
2: Well, I mean, I just seen like Springborn, like ace crushers a lot, but I mean oh, yeah. it's just it's just like, but it's the, like I said, it's the equivalent of like, what was it, 13 or 14? It's like, it was that equivalent of like, oh, Cena does a hark run mm-hmm. now, Yeah, Yeah you know?
1: he does it a little awkward, but he does it. Like when he first started doing the leg drop off the top row. Yeah. Kind of yeah. stuff. So, but yeah, but Cena does end up getting the victory in the US Open Challenge. And then afterwards, Cena is interviewed and Rusev attacks him with the chain and Puts him in the accolade.
2: <gasps> Looks like he was going to bend his nose off yeah. his face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that couldn't have been comfortable. So, whatever. But after that, we got to see the match that had more buildup than any Hollywood film that's ever been promoted before. Ms. Dow versus The Miz. The winner gets control of The Miz brand, apparently. <laughs> so.
2: I like that choice of words. Usually they say something stupid. They have to come up with their own, like, like hashtag worthy word or, or put their own spin like we were talking about earlier where he's the guardian of the gate, not the special reference. <laughs> I think this fits the, the angle and it fits the gimmick. It's like the yeah. Miz brand. Okay, that works. Be Miz.
1: Be awesome. That works for me. Yeah. So uh, another fairly short matchup. Miz ends up getting the victory with some help from Summer Rae. Yeah. So we only thought that she was on Ms. Dow's side. It's like canon that he's married
2: to um, Maurice. They yeah. like acknowledge it openly, and then they called her like a gold digger, like she's <laughs> in the same movie, like mm-hmm. you know. So how's she a gold digger? Or
1: I don't know. Are they dating? Are they secretly dating? What's going on here? We need answers. So it looks like Miss Dow is no more. Finally, so we can go back to Sandow now.
2: Yeah, it's. It's the right finish. Like, yeah. Dow should have kept the Miz stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, Miz should have kept the Miz stuff. Sandow yeah. <laughs> should have
1: on. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the ring, Mike Mizanin. I came to play. Oh, that would have been weird. But uh, after that, we got a, a another vague Bray Wyatt promo. Um, to me, it sounded like he was talking about Ryback.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it was the way it flowed right into the Ryback match. I think mm-hmm. you were intended
1: to pick up on that. Yeah. So, anything really to take away from the Brain Wyatt promo?
2: Nah, not really. I mean, it's a weird pairing. I don't know how I feel about it. I guess we'll see if they can deliver together.
1: Yeah. Have to see what happens, but we did get to see Ryback going up against Adam Rose in a very short matchup. Ryback ends up getting the victory, and Rosa Mendez was there to comfort Adam Rose, and a banana and hot dog attacked Ryback, and he attacked <laughs> back saying, it's funny because it's food. And then he gave them both the shell shock and tried to tell a joke. I and... wish
2: you'd have saved that for Food Corner this
1: week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we already got a name the for this food segment. Food Corner. Food nice. Corner, nice. I like it. So, uh, and he grabs the microphone, and, what did the hot dog say to the banana? Nothing, because I just shell-shocked both their asses. So I think uh, I missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> That's corny. <pointless. laughs> it's, like, so <laughs> cheesy. But, I mean, you know, you gotta give him props for trying, I guess. I don't know.
0: It's right back, it's okay. Yeah. He's the big guy. He's
1: the big guy. <laughs> so, uh. After that, we got to see even more Canes, Rollins, and Triple H stuff. So much Cane. So much Cane. All the Cane. Raising Canes. I love Raising Canes. Speaking of food, I love some Raising Canes. Yeah, me too. That's some good food right there.
2: I actually drove to Beaumont more times to eat Raising Canes (laughs) than I do now that it's like right down the street from my house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah? Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe the sauce is different. I don't know.
2: No, it's still good. I like it.
1: Yeah. But that's your store.
0: You go to that's one in the mall, or the actual, the freestanding one. Well, I used to go to
2: the freestanding one on Dallin, but now they have one in Mid County, and like, mm. I used to drive to Beaumont just to get raising cans, and now that it's in Mid County, like I, I don't eat it as much. I don't.
1: <laughs> I'm bummed that Freebirds shut down in Mid County.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know until I tried to go there one day and it just wasn't there anymore. I'm There's still one in that. Beaumont. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that well, bums me out because like now I'm living there and. I can't go get some free birds. I have to go to Beaumont. We're coming to a mid county near you about a year from now. There will be another Panera Bread.
3: Woo! Woo!
1: Sounds well, good. I, I never ate there. I want to give it a shot. Everyone says it's good, though. I mean, Support your boy, Ryan. I will. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Pay his bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got to see more Kane Rollins Triple H stuff with Rollins apologizing to Kane, saying you're the bigger man, literally and figuratively, and then walking off with... Randy Orton stalking behind him. (laughs) So that leads us into the main event of the match of the evening. Seth Rollins going up against Dolph Ziggler. And uh, these these two put on a good matchup. I enjoyed their work. Um, Seth Rollins ended up getting the victory after a distraction from Sheamus. uh, But he did not use the curb stomp because it looks like the curb stomp has been banned. So he's having to switch it up a little bit. So anything to really take away from the matchup? No, not really. Yeah. Um I guess the RKO was somewhat cool. Like the drag 'em off the ropes. Yeah. Kinda, that was pretty cool. That was that was pretty nice. Um because after after the matchup, um the cage started lowering and yeah. Rollins was stuck in the cage with, with Randy Orton and he delivered a right nice RKO for the fifth yeah. one. But he's not gonna be able to use that at uh at Extreme yeah, Rules yeah. this Sunday. So there you go. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. It's like
2: a glove with Ryan and everything. Oh, so
1: good. Ryan is yeah. so good. So wanted that for a while. There you go. <laughs> Yes! So, Extreme Rules <laughs> taking place this Sunday. We got eight matches announced so far. Uh, supposedly, the first match is going to be a kickoff match, and that is going to be Dean Ambrose versus Luke Harper in a Chicago street fight. Uh-oh. So, it's the battle of the jeans and the wife beater <laughs> shirt. Uh, <laughs> the unstable lunatic friend versus the unstable lunatic <laughs> hillbilly, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to call him, but... Uh, but, yeah, uh, what,
2: Ryan... Do you feel like these guys... Before we get into this here, do you feel like these guys are redundant? Is that what you're getting
1: at? They're not being utilized properly. How about that? Okay. Uh, um, I mean, they both have potential to be huge stars, and I feel like they are caught in a rut right now.
2: But don't you feel like... Well, everything about Luke Harper. Luke Harper is essential to his character as is. He's been that since before he even debuted for the WWE. Mm-hmm. Ambrose, not as much. I mean, they sort of put their spin on what Ambrose is, and that's what he is now. But um, I don't know. Is there anything that you could that you would see them subtly doing to differentiate more without taking away the core of each character?
3: Mm.
1: I don't know. I can't, I can't see him doing much. I mean unless you turn Ambrose heel and uh, that's the only that's the only change that I can really see them doing. But he's so he's so over with the crowd right now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I like say, I think that the um, the the jeans t-shirt look only works. And this seems like re- a really lame thing to bring up, but I think like aesthetics are important in wrestling, mm. but uh, I think the jeans shirts look only works. When it's like not as prim and pressed as his are, he he seems like he's a little too clean, like in his jeans and his. Gotcha. And uh, I mean, I know you can't exactly do the exact same. He comes out with the
1: leather
3: jacket.
2: Sure, like, I'm sure. Maybe fight. it's more of a James Dean thing and less of a like a yeah. like a, a scummy thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But To me, it's I don't know. It just seems.
1: Odd. Harper comes out and he's got the sweat stains and he's got sure. the cut off. Yeah, know, yeah. Vest or whatever.
2: Maybe it's more of like a rebel without a cause, James Dean thing they're mm-hmm. going for and not so much like a scummy, dirty guy thing.
1: I think so too. But uh, you know, 'cause he's got the he's got the hair, he's you know, the ladies love him kind of thing going for him. The bad boy. Yeah, he's the bad boy that everyone loves. Yeah. So uh so Ambrose versus Harper, Chicago street fight. Uh Ryan, what's your take on this matchup? Um uh, I'm going for uh, Ambrose. Ambrose. I, mean,
0: I I like Harper. You know, they, he's he's fucking crazy. He, he puts some amazing uh, tricks off in the ring that you just don't see from a guy that size. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think right now, I think Ambrose need to win more than, more than him. Or I think they both need to win. They both need, a they win. Both need to win. They yeah. both I think Ambrose need to come out on top if it if it is.
1: All right, Doug. How about you? Uh, yeah,
2: I'm with Ryan on this. I think that they both need a win here. It feels odd for them to be both booked into a situation where they both feel like they need to win feels unnecessary. It's cool from a standpoint of, I like both of these guys and I want to see matches between these two guys because mm-hmm. I think they can produce. But from a booking standpoint, whenever you're trying to, uh, like, like we were just talking about, where you're trying to differentiate people from this pack of, uh, guys who are just trading wins and losses with each other. It's sort of important to have some separation Mm -hmm. and, uh, guys who both need wins to, to, to stay strong or to stay on the path that they're on. Shouldn't necessarily been like feuding with each other. So, um, I'm going to go with Ambrose, but only because I feel like he's, I feel like Harper is more directionless than Ambrose and Ambrose is pretty directionless right now, but I feel like even more so with Harper and, uh, it's almost as if Ambrose is just higher up on the totem pole of of dir- of directionless guys. He's like a little bit above the pecking order, you know.
1: Yeah, and the and the story that they're telling is that Ambrose is trying to get his revenge on on Harper from the, the power from bomb, the oh, yeah, power bomb yeah, and all that. So, I think you kind of have to go with with Ambrose on this one, uh, especially since. Well, I don't know. It's going to be like the kickoff match, so I don't know how well it's going to pertain to the other matches throughout the night. So, but I'm going to go with Ambrose to win as well. Uh, so, Ryan, let's. Uh, we'll have you pick up the next matchup. What do you think uh, we should talk about next?
0: Uh, let's go for the tag
1: team. Tag team championships. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro going up against the New Day. Yeah. Sucks. Oh yeah, Sorry, there you guys. go. I actually like the New Day, even yeah. though they do suck, but I they're, like the gimmick. They're starting it. I mean they're starting to come around. That little they're, heel-ish. they're they're finally starting to develop that yeah. heel tactic a little bit. Um, you know, we got to see that this past week on Raw. Mm-hmm. So who are you gonna go with on this one?
0: I mean, New Day's not gonna win. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go with the champs because they, they are hot right now. They they got a good thing going. Mm-hmm. But I think like a good showing up from the New Day, like showing like, you know that they can, they, Showing they can, that they can hang with yeah. the champs. But they are. I guess they will be the face kind of in this. or uh, I, Maybe Cesaro and Tyson might be the face.
1: They seem to be a, a yeah. bit more popular yeah. now. I they're they're, they they're now. growing in popularity. and yeah. they're. I mean, this whole situation is so out there that I'm ready for the they're snap. being heels, but they're faces, and Natalia's now a heel, and New Day's turning well, a heel. Well, that's, and,
2: the, that's the interesting thing about this match, and something I hope – to see the WWE do more going forward with as a company is you have two teams. Okay. Initially they were going to go with the Lucha Dragons. They were pushing Mm -hmm. them up to feud, but, uh, they, 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 they slotted new day in to get the tag spot because new day is getting heat organically. People seem to dislike them for whatever reason. People dislike them. Mm -hmm. They are naturally getting heat. They're too happy. And you've got Cesaro, and you've got kid who are were supposed to be heels but are naturally getting babyface reactions. Mm-hmm. So, yes, why not push the team that is getting a favorable reaction as the face team mm-hmm. and push the team who's getting a negative reaction as the heel team mm-hmm. so you can have your same story, you can have your same feud your same match with the same teams, and you get the natural reaction that why fight against the natural reaction of the crowd? Just yeah. go with the flow on that kind of stuff. And it makes a lot more sense. Yes, the Lucha <laughs> Dragons just debuted. You can pump their brakes on them. They're not going to lose a lot of momentum. Crowd's really into Callisto. Mm-hmm. They're going to have their time once this feud like settles in and it does the thing. Just go with it. Like they want to boo the new day. Make the new day the heels.
1: That's an yeah. you know, that's an excellent point about what you said about just kind of pumping the brakes on the Lucha Dragons. They are the fastest rising in popularity team going right now uh so you don't want to have them go into a pay-per-view to lose so this you know that that i feel would damage them more so hold them off just a little bit maybe have them go in the next pay-per-view that'd be fine but you know give them some time to continue their upwards climb before you give them a drop so I think I think they're making the right call. I was a bit confused at first as to why, but then it started making sense and and like you said, just adapt to what the crowd is giving you.
2: They they the crowd loves Cesaro and Kid. Just let them be babyface.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they need it. Yeah. The crowd needs it. Sure. The WWE needs more good guys. Especially since the Usos are gone now. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. the Usos being out, they could definitely use it. So, who are you going to go with? So, Ryan, you picked yeah, I'm going with Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd and R- Cesaro? R- 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 yeah.
2: yeah, I'm going to go with Champs Retain.
1: Okay, I'm going to do the same as well. Like I said... Do we know... Is it, is it Biggie and Kofi that are getting the... I assume it's Biggie and Kofi is the team? I believe so. That's what they've been posting on WWE.com this, okay. as far as like the pictures with Xavier way off in the back. So uh, I don't know if this is going to have any extreme rules match uh, or stipulations, Stipulation. uh, but I, I still feel that Cesaro and Kidd are going over in this one. So, uh, Doug, why don't you give us the uh, the next matchup to discuss? We got the Last Man Standing, Intercontinental, Divas, Russian Change Match, Chain Match, excuse me. Kiss me arse match and the uh, and the steel cage WWE match. Uh, let's go with the Divas. Divas match. All right. Uh, it was recently announced Naomi's going to be going up against Nikki Bella for the Divas My championship. Wife. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nikki. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Naomi>. <laughs> <laughs> Loving that Naomi. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Naomi versus Nikki Bella. We saw a change in Naomi last week, and it seemed like they sort of changed Nikki a little bit this week when she was on commentary.
2: They're adjusting on the fly, <laughs> not well, but they're not trying. well.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I I don't know. Um,
2: they they've definitely Naomi is a definitely turned heel. It mm-hmm. seems as though, even though she hasn't really repented for anything she's done wrong <laughs> or shown any any reason to to get a favorable <laughs> reaction, she's almost like default babyface Nikki now. Just but she's a fighting champion now. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> if if they're gonna turn it, then they're they're gonna try. I mean, you gotta try and make it work if you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's odd. Um, it's it's really weird to me because they they did the page. It seems like they did the page thing just because they wanted it in her in her home country. So they just wanted that reaction. It seems right. like then they put her on ice because uh, they had Naomi beat her down. So and it it's was weird. A good,
1: it was a good way to get the the crowd to react. To name sure, Naomi's yeah, name it's a good... Well. I
2: mean, it's a good way to... I mean, I don't know why they felt the need to turn Naomi Hill, uh in the first place. Freshen her up, I guess. I mean, I guess you could say that, but do you think they... Sh- she didn't really have much uh, room to run as a babyface. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sort of odd to me that they have all this, like, equity built up in the Bellas being Hills and they're going to change it just so they can change Naomi to a Hill. That's odd to me because, I mean...
1: Well, if you if you do not switch Nikki and or Brie, how many face divas are there on the roster? Well, Naomi
2: was a face, I think. right?
1: But you have Paige, Naomi. Uh, well, no, she's heel now.
2: Well, I mean, but you just wouldn't turn her. Like, why right. would you turn her?
1: But aside aside from those two,
2: I mean, okay, AJ is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Natalia's heel.
2: Yeah. Well. A- Alicia Fox, who they flip whenever they feel like. <laughs> so you can, do, you can do Foxy. Emma,
0: she's been kind of on a flip-floppy now here. Yeah, they sent her back to NXT, so okay, it's
2: sort of yeah. weird if they're mm-hmm. if they're having her go back and forth. And Emma's now.
1: starting to look like she's going to be turning heel She is. NXT. She's a heel in NXT. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I don't, Maybe they're setting up for... It seems like the, the stronger or more... Uh, a larger number of the stronger female NXT wrestlers seem mm-hmm. to be heel, so maybe they're sort of clearing that side for them to come up. Who knows? It just feels odd to make this sudden sea change with what they have. Right. Um, I just don't like, I think Naomi is as effective as a baby face. She's still the same worker as a babyface mm-hmm. or a heel. Um, she's, she's sort of a better, she's sort of a better promo than a lot of the girls, even though she's, you can tell she's still like not rusty cause she never had it, but like right. she's, she's still getting there, but she's like, She's developing. She's developing. Yeah. Um, it's just odd. I don't know why. I don't see them putting the belt on her, though. And I don't know why they changed mm-hmm. all this for, for no reason. Do you see a change?
1: I can see it, but will we? I don't know. See, here, here's here's the long term thing. Like, well, I say long term, but in the WWE, long term is like two months. Uh, give Naomi the title, defeats Nikki in the rematch, and then you have a feud with Paige. So that could at least, you know, freshen something up. I don't know. There, there's two months right there. <laughs> I've done my job. Pay me, WWE. Uh,
2: I'm done. You know, I'm gonna stick with Nikki to retain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nikki to retain. How about you, Ryan?
0: I'll go for Naomi.
1: Naomi. All right. Just yeah, because cause that's your girl. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta support your girl. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I'm gonna go. I'll go ahead and, and and say Naomi. I I think this might be. I, I, see, I don't think they would do it for no reason, just to have her change. Well,
2: I thought I I originally thought it was like just to give her something to do because the Usos are gone. It's like why not? Right, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. yeah.
1: And so you know, wh- while she's gone, she which is win-
2: sad, she she shouldn't be tied to the hip of what her husband's doing. Right. She should be her own woman anyway. But it felt like that's what was the catalyst of her. Mm-hmm. She was babyface with them, yep. and then they turned her just because they left. when whatever. she
0: turned, she took the shirt and
1: kind of like ripped it off and threw it down, like.
0: You know, <gasps> yeah. yeah.
1: About this Usos <laughs> So, so this would be this could be her her moment, her time to shine, and then the Usos come back and it's like, oh hey, you're coming to the ring with me, aren't you? And she's like, no, I'm doing my own thing. You you do whatever you do. Next matchup, what are we going to talk about here? Let's see. We'll do Big Show versus Roman Reigns, last man standing match. And I know the fans are getting kind of tired of seeing these two match up, but. <laughs> I mean you gotta you have to give Roman Reigns something for him to establish that he's gonna be that next big guy, but it seems like they're starting to put doubt uh in him. They did that on 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 Raw this past week with Bo Dallas coming out and saying, Hey, you've kind of uh been failing here lately. You're letting everyone down. What's the deal? So this feud with Big Show, the feud that'll never end, gonna be a last man standing match. Personally, I don't have any interest in it. How do you guys feel about the matchup?
0: About the same, I guess. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: I'm sure there be some high spots, you know, where super puns. You probably lift them up, you know, but nothing where
1: knock him down. And he gets back up. Yeah. So, how about you, Doug?
2: I feel like we've seen anything these guys are capable of together. Uh yeah. I mean, yeah, little to no interest for me as well.
1: Okay, so uh, we'll start with you, Ryan. Who are you going to pick to win this one? I'll go Reigns, Roman Reigns, yeah. Doug.
2: I mean, Reigns as well. The, it literally makes no sense for a big show to win.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uh, go with Roman Reigns as well. So, clean sweep on that one. Not too bad. So, Ryan, we'll let you pick the next matchup. We got four remaining. Sheamus and Ziggler. Uh, Brian and... I'll Sheamus gonna, and
0: Ziggler? Kiss me arse, my
1: Kiss me arse, fella! <laughs> so, Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler in the first ever kiss me arse. That's... Not the first time they've had this kind of matchup, yeah. but it's the name that they're going with. <laughs> Gotta keep it PG for the kids, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Sheamus versus Ziggler. Who are you going <laughs> to go with on this one? Where do you um, first off? What are your thoughts on this matchup?
0: I thought it was pretty cool, like the then promo. I think on SmackDown it was mm-hmm. where uh, he said, like, I, I think Sheamus said, "You're going to kiss at the end of the match, go kiss my arse," mm-hmm. and then he's like. I'm going to make you kiss your own RS He wasn't like, you know, I, ain't, I ain't gonna kiss mine, You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make you kiss your own. But uh, I, th- I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it would be a pretty good few since uh, Seamus came back. It's nothing like somebody that's on the mid-talent. You know what I'm saying? Someone on the upper tier. Mm-hmm. Go show off his talents. Uh, but I'm going with Ziggles. Ziggles. <laughs> <I> mean, Ziggler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Ziggler to win? Yeah. Interesting. How about you, Doug? Um,
2: I kind of feel like it's a... I kind of feel like they're not going to pay off the stipulation just because I can't see it being, not that I can't, I, I see it being sort of like a huge undercutting for either one of these guys to actually have to do that. It feels like, uh, you know, it would it just feels like it would, Ziggler sort of, sort of been a little more pushed lately than he has been. feels like it's a sort of a setback for him to have to do that. You can't bring Seamus back to have him losing off no. the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's a bad stipulation, and I can't actually see them paying it off either way. Just because no matter who wins, that seems like um, you know something that is going to be a big obstacle for the other person to overcome. Right. Uh, so I'm going with Seamus because it's sort of like named after him. And how can he be the guy who <laughs> loses the yeah. his, my arse?
0: That's exactly play. why he should lose it.
2: Ah. Eh. I mean, why bring it back to lose? I mean, like yeah. I mean,
0: they could be a double DQ. I mean, something like you know where they both don't have to kiss each other's arse.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I could I could definitely see them doing some schmozzy no finish mm-hmm. to where they don't pay off the stip, which uh, which is bad business to not pay off your stipulations, to be honest with you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going with Sheamus, though.
1: See, I'm curious. I could I could see this going either way. I could see Ziggler getting the win and Sheamus either attacking. Ziggler after the match to where he doesn't have to do it, or I I can see Sheamus, you know, defeating Ziggler in such a manner that he's unconscious and he and he makes him do it, but you know it's like oh he didn't do it voluntarily he was he was unconscious, so who do I think is going to win? I'm probably going to go with Sheamus on this one, just because I don't I feel I'm with you Doug I I don't feel yeah. they would bring him back and then you know, have him lose as they're trying to build him as this monster I mean, heel.
2: That, that, that would be something that I could believe they would bring. So, I mean, see sting a month ago, like that's, <laughs> that's uh, one one like how not to book someone's return or, yeah. or, or debut debut. Definitely. But, uh, it's not what they, they sh- definitely shouldn't do it that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sticking
1: with Sheamus. But Sheamus is the evil returning guy. Who's I don't know. Whatever. That was just so stupid. Um, so yeah, so one Ziggler, two Seamuses. We'll have to see how that plays out. Doug, we got three matches remaining. Do we? Uh, Do we?
2: I think Brian and uh, Brian's in question.
1: He uh, is. Brian Barrett is in question. Yes, his health is in question. Uh, one of the hot topics is that Dane O'Brien is actually undergoing diagnostic testing this week to see if he can compete. So this is kind of scary, actually, to to question if a man can can compete. So. I feel like if they're having to do these kind of testings, he shouldn't be in in competition.
2: He definitely shouldn't, and there was absolutely no reason for him to be back. Mm -hmm. They brought him back at the Rumble, knowing, knowing full well they didn't have plans for him to win the Rumble, knowing that it jeopardized the crowd reaction, and it was like another thing that they had to overcome. Yep. These whole three other months, he could have been spent getting well, and they could have been bringing him back now. There was absolutely no reason for him to come back at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything that they were doing with him in the IC title didn't have to take place at WrestleMania. They just wanted another guy who they felt was going to crowd control the reaction just in case things got out of hand in the main event and didn't go how they wanted it yep. to. So he was just a crowd. He could have spent this whole time concentrating on his health, coming back at 100% instead of rushing back and for for nothing just mm-hmm. so he could be in the same position he was last year at the same time yep yeah let him rest and let him heal man just it,
1: let him come back 100% and
2: i am being um, i'm 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 saying this at the w w excuse me w w e as if they're in full and sole control of the situation if it's Brian's own input trying to come back too soon, it's it's his own fault as well. Right. The bottom line is whoever is pushing to come back needs to stop. Let him get healthy, then do whatever
1: he needs mm-hmm. to do. And I know he was against having a surgery right. to yeah. repair. So that may this might be the the cost of that.
2: Well, I think he's into the whole like holistic, like healing thing. Right. I, I think he's trying to avoid anything that's uh, you
1: know, and I can understand that. Sure, but, sure. But on it's, the other, it's your health do how you feel? Yeah, but on the other side, you also have to think long term health. Sure. So, you know, if if, if you're going to be constantly hurting, why not do what you can to get it fixed? Sure. So,
2: I mean, I guess are we going to give a prediction in case it does happen? It seems unlikely. Yeah, um, I'm going to say Brian, If it happens, I assume Brian's going to win.
1: More than likely, I, I would say Brian's going to win. You know, they'll obviously be focusing on his neck and shoulder. And unless, unless, unless
2: they're going to give it to Barrett and write Brian out for until for him to heal. I can see them doing that. Yeah, A quick match in which he doesn't um, do anything too risky, have Barrett beat him, put the bell back on Barrett, let Brian leave to get his health in order.
1: I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to say, Brian, I don't Beth know why. That's what's best for business. That is, what, <laughs> that is, to be honest with you. Yeah. You
2: know what I'm going to say? I'm gonna say Barrett. I'm gonna say if if they have the match, I'll say Barrett just because for that sole reason.
1: Okay. So final answer, Barrett. Final answer, Barrett. All right. How about you, Ryan? We'll go over to your That's
0: kind of like the best bet. I mean, yeah. I mean, if the match happens, of course we want to go for Brian. But it's like mm-hmm. just go ahead and just take the safe bet. You know, go ahead and take him out. I'll say Barrett, man.
1: Yeah, and I know the. The, the what the reasoning why they're wanting to have Dean O'Brien hold the bell is because they're wanting a a made guy to establish the title and elevate it, you know, but you also have to think about his health. If he's not healthy, if he's not good to compete, Take the title off him. Let him get. Let him recover. Yeah. So I he think he can't
2: establish a title if he's not, if he can't compete.
1: Right. You can't you can't raise it if you're not there to compete. So I think I'll go with Barrett as well. I was intent I was intending to go with Brian. Me too. Yeah. But uh, I
2: think we just talked ourselves uh, out of yeah. it.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> and now the Brian's gonna win. We're gonna end up losing that one. So uh, I mean, that's
2: if he's if he if he's healthy, and he's gonna be there. It's great that he wins. Right. So keep it on. That yeah, yeah. Please
1: yeah. do. So, well, I don't know. We'll just have to see how it all plays, plays out. But next up, we'll talk about Cena versus Rusev in a Russian chain match, which is actually similar to a strap match. They're tied together, I believe, at the wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of a strap, they're, they're connected by chains, and they must touch four corners in succession mm-hmm. in order to win the matchup. I gotta admit, I'm not a big, I'm not the biggest fan of this type of stipulation, this yeah. kind of matchup, um, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, strap match chamber. I never really did because like they always do one, two, three, and then like they spend oh, ten minutes he trying pulls to go. Away. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, guys.
1: Oh, yeah. he didn't do it. Oh, too bad. But I feel like this is sort of a no-win situation. Yeah. Uh, if you have Rusev win, then. Why even give the title to Cena? Mm-hmm. If Cena wins, then you're the most dominant heel that you have been building for the last year has now lost two consecutive matches. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Or two consecutive pay-per-view matches, I should say. He's won SmackDown and Raw matches.
0: So far, it seems like all the matches need to end in a DQ. <laughs>
1: like, nobody cannot win.
0: Or Yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> it's just... They're 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 riding themselves into these corners yeah. and they can't get themselves out. No pun intended with the corners. Now they <laughs> touch Russian chain match, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like that that Cena is gonna win. Yeah, I, Cena. Yeah.
2: Well, I think Cena is gonna win too, but I think he's the guy who should win. Mm. Um, this is a stipulation that's tailor made for beating a guy who who you don't want to pin or submit. So, it's, ultimately, it's Cena slapping four turnbuckles before Rusev does. So, it's not a pinfall. It's not a submission over Rusev, which is okay. Um, l- like you said, there's no reason to put the belt on Cena just to turn around and put it back on Rusev. Mm-hmm. Um, this should be like Rusev's goodbye to the mid-card and should be used to, to thrust him up into the main event scene. Uh, the problem I see in that is I don't think we have any... B- uh, baby faces that are tenured enough that are of a big enough stature to to feud with Rusev to make it mean something mm-hmm. until Rusev gets in the title picture and he's not we all know he's not getting the title picture as long as the heel is holding the belt so all I can see coming of this is Seth Rollins after the Seth Rollins Randy Orton thing is Rusev goes on to, to feud with Randy Orton maybe that's his placeholder feud until he's thrust up into the main event but uh I see Rusev losing. I think he should lose because uh,
1: just because USA USA.
2: Well, no, <laughs> just because it's it's his time to go on. Like right. I I only hope that only hope that they they don't like squander everything they put into him from this point until they can fit him into a main
0: event. Yeah, yeah. they haven't been keeping on TV and been facing Cena, so it's not like he's going under to somebody that's like a target. Right,
1: mid-target, right. Uh, he's talent. he's still a
2: dominant dude. Yeah. You know? I mean, can you guys even think of anyone other than Orton that he can feud with next? It's got to be Orton, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, there the the list um, is so extremely limited. You know, Mark, I would say Mark Henry, but he's already dominated him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Figure. Jack Swagger. We'll have them face off a he's few times. He's beat Jack sure. Swagger
2: 58 <laughs> times. You can quote me on it. Go,
1: go look,
0: up, look it up was in the book. like, like, real American opponent or whatever. You yeah. Know, go, you know, that was, was supposed to do it.
1: That was such a letdown. What about ah. Neville?
0: Think Neville can go against him and put up a good match?
2: Well, they can. Ha- they could have a good match. The thing is that Neville is not a guy who's gonna elevate him, like elevate him anymore, gotcha. or keep him hot. You know what right. I mean?
1: Speaking of, where was Neville this past week on Raw? It was missed.
0: He was on SmackDown.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, good stuff. So, so all of, all of us in unison picking Cena. Yeah. Okay. Really cool stuff. Story we- the right pick, man. Yeah. Final matchup. Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins, Steel Cage match. RKO is banned. Who are we gonna go with on here? I don't I don't know how I feel about the build for this matchup. It's been more surrounded Rollins and Kane as opposed to Rollins yeah. and Orton. Uh they've made Kane the guardian of the gate. Um so whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> um I guess.
2: Special referee just wasn't good enough.
1: Yeah, it's just you got to get a, a special title for the man. You
0: I mean, really think about the RKO and the Curse are technically banned from this match? Technically, <laughs> yes. Both of them uh,
1: not going to be seen in yeah. in, in this uh, pay per view. But I feel like Kane is going to have the role mm-hmm. in deciding this matchup, whether it be helping. See, I don't, I don't, I don't think Orton's going to win. I think Kane is going to open the door, pull. Rollins out and give him the win. Yeah. Um. I just, I feel like this this feud has been just time filler, and they're trying to do something with Kane, but I don't know, Ryan. What are your thoughts on this matchup?
0: I look like they want to tease him to come back to being like you know that face guy again, the old Kane. Maybe with a mask. I don't know. I guess that don't matter. But you know, trying to wing him away from the authority. Hmm. Um. I guess the match between him, uh, Orton and Rollins. I guess it's kinda of just coming from WrestleMania where he beat him. So that's like yeah. kinda of like I can see that match happen because of that. I have you know a claim since yeah. the
1: the number one contender is now suspended. Right. right. And so
0: he would be the kind of I guess the next runner up. So I can see the match happening. Mm-hmm. Uh so I mean, I guess the the rivalry still goes back from from then, so you know, so I guess it kinda can still have a little fire to it. But yeah, like you said, I don't there's think there's a or- reasoning for, yeah, for, for the Orton's gonna win just because if Kane's gonna be out there, you know. He's supposed there. to be one month in with the champion. Yeah. From a new champion at that. I don't see him just He's trying
1: to usher in this new era yeah. of WWE and don't want to have the, the new champ lose. Right. So who are you going to go with on this one? Rollins. Rollins. All right. We'll switch it over to you, Doug. What do you think about this matchup? Uh,
2: well, I mean, I don't think much to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it's no not something. I'm, eh, it's not something I'm terribly excited with. Uh, they had a pretty good match at Mania, but uh, ultimately it felt really heatless. And then it feels even less so now. Uh, even though I think they could technically have a like decent match or, or decent to good match, I think they have a good match in them. It's just the um, the story, the angle is just not there for me to to, to really invest myself in this match. I see Rollins retaining. Uh, I don't know why in the world you would put it back on Orton at this point. Um, as far as the Kane stuff goes, I feel like they're building him up for... and that was really Southern of me. Like, all of a sudden, the way I popped <laughs> that building out. Um, they're building uh, Kane as, I guess, like his next feud, it feels like, is where we're going next. Um, which uh, I have even less desire to see than, than Orton. Um, and if you think back to... this like the exact the exact feuds and the exact order they gave Daniel Bryan after he won the title. They gave him Orton mm-hmm. when he got the belt. Did they give him Kane afterwards? And look what happened. I mean, yes, of course, his injury played into, but even when Brian immediately won the belt, even when Brian won the belt, it felt sort of like the pinnacle was him finally getting the belt, and then it's like, Bad angles like immediately after, yeah. so it's like, why do you want to repeat that? Why do you want to go right back to the ord and stuff? Why do you want to go right back to the Kane stuff? I understand then that there... Rollins
1: is going to go out with an injury for a year. And... Sure, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I he's hope to not... come back to try and win the Royal Rumble, and he's going to lose. Fans are going to go nuts, and
2: I hope not because it it <laughs> the the roster feels like hurting in star power as is. Mm-hmm. Um, they have loads of talent, but they they don't have loads of talent that is being used well, and that can step into like the big spots seamlessly and be seen as stars because they booked them so poorly. But man, I just I don't know. It's um, it looks like they're it's look, it looks like they're giving him the reign that was designed for Brian in the order that it was designed for Brian. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
1: Brian it does, but, yeah. I mean, except this time last year, it was. Yeah, it was. It was Daniel O'Brien versus Kane. So I think once Rollins defeats Orton at Extreme Rules, the next pay per view, you're going to see they're Rollins. They're clearly and building Kane. the Kane. They're clearly building yeah. The Kane. Yeah. So.
2: And I just don't know how much. I understand he's been there a long time. I understand that he's of a certain stature that he means, or they at least see him as meaning so much, but there's only so much Kane I can take on my TV.
3: Yeah. He
2: is. For a guy who's older and limited at this point, and who was never, never beyond super limited, but just like how much can you use him at this point? It's like him and Big Show. Like you can't revolve so much of the show around these guys. Right. Makes, I feel like
1: they need to be on their way out at this point.
2: I mean, if you think back to Raw, like how many times was was Kane on your TV on Raw mm-hmm. in 2015? Kane should not be on. An hour and a half of your
1: three hour raw.
2: Yeah. It's just you can't revolve a show around Kane in two thousand fifteen. It's just too much.
1: You can't. You just can't. Yeah. <laughs> so final answer, Rollins versus Orton. Rollins. Rollins. Ryan picks Rollins, Rollins as well. I'm gonna pick Rollins as well. So really cool stuff. Those were some great picks. Those, Those, some great picks. Picks. Those, Those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. But now let's dive into NXT. We got to catch this uh over the course of the last week, I know it's really awkward timing since our show comes out on Wednesday and the next episode of NXT comes out on Wednesday. So kind of it's like you... a full week. Oh. Yeah, so it's like we have a week to talk about it, but you know it's not a whole lot of time. So uh, we got to see. Yeah, the first the first matchup we got to see Solomon Crow going up against C.J. Parker. Uh, this is probably one of Parker's last matches. Yeah,
2: maybe his very last. I'm I not think... sure. I know he's already he's out. I know he's already. He did best of the best for his CZW, he's already it. taken a bunch of other indie bookings. So,
0: well, cool stuff.
2: Yeah, CJP.
0: Yeah, I it's like one of the first matches I've seen because that's when uh, Crowsman comes out and like bangs on like the uh, yeah. and everything changes. It his theme music st- is like like old school Street Fighter. Like liking
1: it, that's liking cool. it. Also liking Mortal Kombat. A <laughs> game is badass.
2: See, it was fun. Like, I got to play a little bit at your your crib over the weekend, but I'm still, I'm still like many, Bloodborne. many, many hours a Bloodborne. <laughs> nice. I'm sort of
1: stuck, but yeah. So, what did you think about Solomon Crow and uh, CJ Parker?
2: I mean, it, it's CJ has been sort of established as um, a jobber with a gimmick in NXT, mm-hmm. like, as of late. Get that hippie out of here. But uh, yeah, it was basically just a showcase for Crow, and uh, it was fine. I mean, we saw Crow. I guess he's not going to be using the sort of like slingshot off the ropes, splasher mm-hmm. headbutt or whatever. He used a stretch muffler to get the double use. So uh, yeah, it was fine. It was just basically just uh, all about Sammy. Uh, sorry, <laughs> all about Solomon
1: Who? Crow. Who?
2: All about Solomon Crow.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm not too sure how I feel about Solomon Crow. Just I know his his look is just. It's so different than most wrestlers.
2: To me, it doesn't. The hacker thing just doesn't make sense. Nothing about when he gets yeah. in the ring says hacker. He's just, he just like happens to pop up on some screens and hit the LED boards and stuff. He's like, but nothing about what he does says anything about being a hacker, other
1: than we now return you to your regularly scheduled sure. programming. So
2: it's like real disconjointed. Like I don't know.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't mesh well with me. Yeah. So. I don't know. They're gonna have to tweak the gimmick to make it work a little bit. He seems like a crazy guy, but <laughs> someone who is definitely over with the crowd, and that'd be Enzo and Cassidy. They are. They have that crowd in the palm of their hands.
2: The gimmick is fucking awesome. Um, yeah,
1: they are. And you can't teach
2: that. Their gimmick, like. Gimmick alone, they are ready to be on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Now, their ring work, need they need some work in the ring. Oh, they're yeah. not there yet. Um, Although, I feel like they're improving all the time because they usually work a very simple, like, structured match. They do. They get the heat on Enzo. I mean, Enzo hot tags to Big Cass who coins house. For, it's, they, they usually almost always work two-minute matches mm-hmm. where Enzo's getting a heat. He hot tags to Big Cass who coins house and gets the W. Almost always. I mean, yeah. I've seen them do that for like weeks in a row. But uh, they they sort of strayed from that structure this week. Saw a little bit more offense from Enzo. Um, I think I think the biggest hole is I th- I have a hard time buying Enzo like cr- Enzo's credibility as like an offensive threat. You know, mm-hmm. not not just because he's so short and but because he moves a little awkwardly. The way he, he moves awkwardly and that helps the gimmick, but it like sort of hurts the ring work a little bit. Right, I, I like them. I think they're fucking. I think they're a good act. I think they're they're better than a good act. They're a great act. They're gonna be something on the main roster if they can get their ring work together.
1: The way I feel about them is like I, I sense like that this generation's new age outlaws. Yeah. Like they come out, they do their stick, and it gets over with the crowd amazingly, and the crowd is willing to look past. Most of their sure. ring work and 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 just have a good time.
2: They are fucking. They're good talkers, so you can't yeah. you can't knock them. They they. I mean, they even put a twist on it every week, where in- Inzo always has something new to say. Like the uh,
1: I'm a certified
2: J G- Well, he says that every week, and it's all and it never stops being over, so which is great. But um,
1: I don't know. And the crowd is catching on to it because I because I listened to it, and there were some parts where the crowd didn't know what he was saying, and then they followed in suit. Well,
2: they. The crowd know they all every week they say he's a certified G and a bona, bona, bona fide stud and you can't teach that and then Billy Kaz is seven, seven feet, feet tall and, he can't and you can't Carmella's teach that Carmella's hot as that. hell and you can't teach that but this like the part that they like but he's like he was said something like uh, Skywalker Smack Talker or something like yeah. that like this week <laughs> just like that's the part that they don't do every week right
0: and you're all S-A-W-L-T. soft,
2: soft? <laughs> yeah they're fucking over you can't you can't deny it yeah. i mean they may be really over in front of a small crowd but they're really fucking over
1: so okay so with that being said when the time comes for them to come up to the main roster because it's probably going to happen sometime i would say sometime this year it might be a little bit later in the year yeah,
2: it's, i could see it later in the year yeah they're, they're really not after ready summer
1: slam ring. something like that sure. um how would you lead into them debuting? Because if it were me, if it were up to my decision, I would have vignettes of him, of them cutting promos, doing the, you can't teach that, how you doing, soft, all that. Get that already established with the crowd so that when they come out and cut their promos, the fans can already... Uh, interact with it
2: first things first one a with a with a fucking smoking bullet you don't fuck with the gimmick the gimmick is good as is Mm -hmm. you don't fucking tweak it it works how it works yeah you don't need to like a lot of problems with the it's not as prevalent nowadays but um or, or at least they have a better success rate these days but they they have a bad history of, like, letting guys perfect a gimmick and then changing it once they get there. Don't fuck with the gimmick. They know right. what they're doing. Just let them progress in the ring. But I think you're, what you said is the best best way to go about it. Like, vignettes familiarize the crowd with what they say so when they get out there, they can say it with them like it happens at NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're good to go. They just need to work on the ring work
3: a little bit.
0: I don't want to end up, like... uh Ascension, yeah, Ascension, and I used to Good like Ascension NXT, like yeah, the way they came out, everything, the, the, how the the camera comes up, and mm-hmm. just, that was perfect. But now it's like they just,
1: they're just, they're forgotten. Yeah, they just think yeah. about NXT
2: is they, they make everybody mean something. Even C J Parker, who is more or less a jobber with a well-defined gimmick, they C J Parker means something in NXT. Even mm-hmm. if he always loses, he right. has a well-defined gimmick, and people know what he is and what he stands for. They take the care to do that for everybody in NXT. Once you get up on the roster, they got so many dudes that are like, "Oh, well, we're not focused on you, so fuck off." Like you yeah, do whatever you do. Like, good luck. Take
1: the care. <laughs> hey, come on up here. Good luck. Okay, well, what do I do? That's for you to figure out. Best yeah. luck. Get out there. So, uh, so yeah. So Solomon Crow ends up getting the victory, but uh, the next matchup, Enzo and Cassidy, they end up defeating. Uh, Two local, I guess local yeah, guys. They
2: said but, their names. I can't remember now. Yeah,
1: they were like amateur wrestlers. They reminded me oh, a no, lot no, no, of the no. Steiners.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Jason Jordan, right? Was one of no.
1: I don't remember. God. But one of them came out with the with the ear protective ear uh, gear on. Yeah,
2: the it, amateur like headwear. Or yeah,
1: and it reminded yeah. me. It reminded me first, obviously from the from the headgear, it reminded me of the Steiners. Um, and then it reminded me a lot of Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, like they both had they yeah. both had that sort of look, that physique. The cigarette and kind Yeah, of, yeah, and um, you know, I I wouldn't mind seeing some more from those guys. So, but Enzo and uh, and Ka- Big Cass end up getting the victory.
0: Are like the classic guys still there? Like the uh, what the the strong man kind of the twisty mustache, the villains? Yeah, are they still in there? I don't know. I haven't, seen them in a while. They
2: haven't been on in the past few. Years. Hmm.
0: That remind me of um, that group when we went to go see Nightmare, like the uh, the Distinguished Gentleman. Kinda, oh, Doomsday? Yeah, Doomsday. Kind of got like that, yeah. that
1: kind of tag team going Tea on. Tea time! It
0: just,
1: yeah. <laughs> so very cool, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we got to see the debut of Dana Brooke going up against Blue Pants, which is it's such an unusual name. Blue Pants. Yeah, for for a lady to to yeah. wrestle in. I mean I mean she at least lives up to the name. She's wearing blue pants. Yeah, I was wearing um mine. but what Doug, what do you what did you think about her intro? Fulton oh. and Dawkins. Cool. Or the
2: uh, the the team that ends up sorry, I just wanted to oh, that's cool. get the, the names right. Yeah.
1: I uh, would've driven you nuts. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but what did what do you think about Blue Pants' <laughs> entrance?
2: It's big cast doing the da, da 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 Yeah, he's
1: he's he's basically singing the prices right thing. Oh. Yeah. I think it works for her. It works for
2: her because she was sort of like came in as a joke. Like they're like, oh, she's a nobody. And but like she kept the whole nobody thing and it works for her. I don't
1: know. Got over with the crowd. Yeah. So I like it. She went up against Dana Brooke in her debut. What do you think about this
2: matchup? I don't know. It felt like Dana Brooke was doing a little stuff doing some stuff that she was not quite ready to be doing. Mm.
1: Uh,
2: it was ultimately fine, but uh it felt a little rough in
1: some spots. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the crowd was so into blue pants they didn't really care too much about Brooke. So and that that could be hurtful to her if they're gonna try and establish her. Sure. But uh
2: but they sort of know the the deal. The crowd knows the deal with blue pants. Like they love her but they know that she's not like there on a deal or whatever. Mm-hmm there as an enhancement
1: yeah so that brings us into the uh, the final matchup Sami Zayn going up against rhino so it's still it's still kind of like weird to see rhino at nxt yeah. because i'm thinking like okay these are like the minor leagues in a sense i mean they're they've the, they've established themselves that they're as their own entity now so yeah they could bring in whoever they want but it's still just kind of like odd seeing rhino? him there it's like rhino what's he doing there
2: I mean, I think it's a good idea. They 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 were using Kendrick too, and yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I like the idea of using guys to help
1: help the younger guys,
2: especially if they are really going to try and do this as a separate brand that they're going to tour and stuff. Um, and not every not everything about NXT is going to be about developing like for future WWE mm-hmm. like roster members. Then guys like that are going to help like the younger guys because Definitely. ultimately, two guys who are inexperienced can't learn as much from each other as they can from, from wrestling someone who's a lot more experienced.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So ultimately it will like, expedite the process for some of the really younger guys. Yeah, I feel like we skipped over, didn't Barry and Corbin like squash someone
1: too? Oh yeah, in like 16 yeah. seconds, <laughs> yeah. but you know.
2: I mean, I just were yeah. acknowledging that it happened.
1: Yeah, I, I completely forgot about it until you mentioned it. What are your so. thoughts on
2: that guy? He's like a he's like a one-move guy. Uh, yeah, I am the I'm, tall dude. Yeah, the lone okay. the, the wolf. Yeah, I'm so
1: afraid <laughs> that he gets called up. Like, I am afraid for him. Yeah. Because the, the second he loses... Thrown
2: to the wolves.
1: Yeah. He, yeah. He is no longer the lone wolf, the badass, or anything like that. He's just another Ryback or another, you know, anyone they've built up as a monster. Right. To, and he's defeated. Which is where I feel fear that Rusev might end up in. So.
2: Yeah, Rusev's a lot better than this guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, I think...
2: Which is a little bit unfair because this guy is obviously really, really green.
1: Yeah. But he was... Interesting thing, I think uh, Baron Corbin was uh, the match for Tyler Breeze, for Tyler Breeze's debut, I believe. Mm -hmm. If you go back and uh, either pull up YouTube or go on the network or something like that, watch some of the earlier episodes, when you see Tyler Breeze's debut in NXT, I want to say that that's who he beat. Mm -hmm. He beat Corbin. So... Really interesting. But yeah, Sami Zayn going up against Rhino. And like you said, they could bring him in to, to enhance the talent. And uh, this could be one of those ways to get Zayn ready for the main roster. Uh, going up against a very well-established guy in Rhino. Uh, the matchup itself was pretty solid. Had, they had some good work. Uh, I felt there were too many pauses in the action. Like, I know Rhino's a big guy, so he obviously can't go right. you know 90 miles an hour the whole match. But I felt like there were times where he was just kind of stopping and just, like, waiting or something. But other than that, I felt the matchup was fine.
3: Yeah,
2: it was solid, but nothing to write home about.
1: Yeah. So, really cool stuff, but Sami Zayn does end up getting the victory. I'm just – I really hope that he gets up to the the main roster and they start using him yeah. well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I could use with, like, one less uh, Kane segment and one more <laughs> Sami Zayn segment.
1: But give us a Sami Zayn versus Neville match for, yeah. you know – eight minutes
2: or you can just put neville in a match and have one less kane segment
1: yeah or have neville in a match and then Sami Zayn in a match and get rid of two kane segments sammy's had a good match on smackdown oh yeah it was real
0: good
1: so uh so yeah so that's pretty much going to do it for this week's episode let us know what you think about extreme rules also all the other stuff ryan we th- certainly appreciate you stepping in for tyler oh, yeah no well, he's out all on his pleasure. honeymooning Thanks, it up <laughs> yeah, so, Really cool stuff. Make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at KingScorpio11. Really cool stuff. Also, submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video, our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, BeyondPod, Stitcher, and Player.fm by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
2: Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. You still follow Tyler, even though he's not here yet. Tyler <laughs> underscore <Hebert>. a
1: <laughs> and he never even tweets. So. Yeah, but still, yeah, gotta
2: tell him congrats anyway.
1: Yeah, so there you go. So thank you all for the listening. We'll be back next week. More cool stuff for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Doug. Yeah, this is Ryan, and we will check you all next week.